0: Created live
1: on fireside. Welcome, I'm Lorelee Binstock, and this is a Trauma Survivor Thrivers podcast. Thank you so much for joining me live on fireside chat where you can be a part of the conversation as my virtual audience i am your host laurie lee benstock everyone has an opportunity to hop on stage and actually i'm hoping people like to would like to hop on stage and and ask any questions or just chat with me today um but i do ask that everybody be respectful i am your host laurie benstock um so please some you know i would love For people to share in this conversation. I know while this is an interview format show, I did have a guest. Uh, However, I did receive a lot of backlash um, from so many people about this. Um, I will not name this guest, but I did confirm that she was dealing with um, some legal issues for alleged fraud and and scamming people out of a lot of money. Um, But with that, and trying to respond to everyone who commented on my Facebook page, I felt there really needed to be a conversation around mental health and the realization that, you know, hurt people hurt people. And I know I also received backlash, like, why are you canceling this person? Um, and and I'll get to all of that. Um, but I do ask that, you know, people join me. It looks like I actually have, hold on, let me see if I can get Callie up on the stage. To invite them to speak, Callie is actually my. I don't know if you know how to get on stage, but I think there's a button or something that can actually allow you to come on stage. No, um, oh, I think I have you on stage, Callie. Do I have you? So, um, if if Callie is able to speak, um, she is actually my creative director for the magazine. For so, for anybody who Checks out Authentic Insider magazine, um, and who's commented how beautiful, cu- how beautifully curated the pages are. It's actually all Kelly Binstock. I really, really everything is is really from the contributors. All the beautiful words and pages, the contributors and Callie. So I do want to say that Callie has done a lot to um, really beautify the magazine and and make it look legit. So, um, so Callie, thank you for that. Can I get you on? Oh, I see that you should you be hearing something? Am I muted? That's my next question. Um, It should be. Let me double check. Um, so I do want to talk about mental health because like I said, I've had a lot of people come on, uh, and comment about why this person should not come. And I was actually thinking, okay, I'm going to actually invite this person to come on the show, um, and have her, you know, and in question her a little bit about this, not, not to be mean, but this is what I've been hearing. What what can you, you want to explain yourself or you want to share your story, your side of the story? Um, the thing is she is, I, I, there was a warrant out for her arrest last Tuesday. So, um, I don't think she could have joined anyways, but I've decided that there were so many people who were really upset about having this guest on. Um, I felt that it just didn't fit the show, right? This, the show is called a trauma survivor thrivers podcast. And so, most of my guests are people who are trauma survivors who are thriving, um, and who are inspiring. And it just seemed like there was just a lot of animosity, a lot of anger that was um, surrounding this guest. And and so I just didn't feel like having this person on would be helpful. But it did make me think, okay, we need to talk about mental health. Um, and there were a lot of people who are commenting. That they felt this person was such a compulsive liar that they didn't believe that their trauma even existed. While I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not the person to make that decision or to judge that. Um, there is a, I, I truly believe she's experienced some sort of trauma. Whether it's a trauma that she says she experienced, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I can't. That's not my. I'm not in that position to make that call. I don't know her personally. Um, but I feel that it's this this idea hurt people, hurt people. People who've been traumatized oftentimes traumatize other people. That's why there's generational trauma. Um, you know, my parents who um, you know, I was traumatized by my parents. I'm a childhood sexual abuse survivor. Um, you know. My, my father sexually abused me as a child. My mother, um, while she's wonderful and we have a good relationship now, um, you know, she she even admitted, I think I, she told me when I was in college, I think I dealt with um, postpartum depression. And, you know, back then, nobody really knew much about, if anything, anything about postpartum depression. And so I forgave her that, for that. I think she kind of, there was this realization, our our relationship changed from there. Um, But she still treated me pretty badly growing up. Um, I felt neglected by her. Um, And like I said, while that's not the case now, I did feel um, neglected by her for the longest time. And... That, has co- that caused me some issues. And and there was a point, probably when I was in middle school, um, I didn't know I was dealing with trauma, but I realized that I, I I needed a community. I needed friends. And I didn't really have friends. I was often isolated as a child. But when I got into middle school, I knew that I wanted friends. And I felt like the only people who were kind of talking to me were the popular the popular girls and i really really enjoyed like being around them but they were kind of mean they were mean to other people and i felt to be accepted within this group of people i also needed to be mean or i needed to be like them and i was i I, i'm so ashamed to say i was a little bit of a bully um once i got into high school i was bullied then I'm like, Oh, it's flipped the script. I'm, this is, this is happening to me. And this is, this is pretty terrible. Um, so now I know what it feels like, right? You just, I had things changed for me at that point. Um, however, I was still healing from my trauma. Actually, I wasn't healing at all high school. I wasn't healing from my trauma. I didn't even know I had trauma. Um, I do want to check in. Do I have Callie? Callie, are you there? Are you available to chat? I don't know. I'm still like I feel like there were some new features added on with um, Fireside, and I'm hoping people can actually hear me right now. Can people hear me? Um, I might be muted, actually. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you know, if we can get Callie on. Oh, I see. Re- speaker request. Accept requests. Callie, can you hear me? Yes. Oh my Wait. goodness! Can You, you can, can hear me. I can hear you. Woo! Okay, yes. Great. <laughs> so yes, this is this is Callie. Um, she, like Hi. I said earlier, she is the um, creative director for Authentic Insider magazine. It's the reason why the pages are so beautifully curated. Um, yeah. That and the, again, the cont- contributors are the ones who really. Bring the magazine to life. Um, so, Cali, um, you know we've talked about this, and so I'm talking about mental health, and I'm talking about bullying, and I talked about how I was embarrassed to say I was a bully um, when I was in middle school, yada yada yada. I got into <laughs> high school, I was bullied, and then <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh, okay, this is this is this this is what it feels like, and it feels pretty terrible. Um, but I was a bully because I I, I struggled. I, I there's something that I needed, and it mm-hmm. was I needed people to like me because nobody really liked me at home. Um, I get that? And you know the people who actually showed me some attention were you know oh. these these girls who were kind of bullies. I did have a couple friends that were like my good friends, and um, they're still my good friends today, but um, you know, we, sh- they were kind of pulled into all of it as well. And yeah. I, I have to say they're good people. They're good people now. I don't know about the other girls. Um, and I'm sure they're great people. Um, but I, I just want to say it's hurt. I'll say it again. Hurt people hurt people. And, and it's really hard. Um, I feel like to understand that, especially if you've experienced trauma, unless you're unless you're on your like far into your healing right. and you know I feel like being curious about certain situations when someone's being mean it's yes. never it's it's almost never about it's it's about the person who is being mean it's not like right uh, right that
0: reminds me of oprah's i don't think it's that new anymore but it's like and i heard her talking about it on a podcast it was like not what's wrong with you. The question should be what yes. happened
1: to you. Exactly.
0: You know, and just having that awareness that people are acting from maybe trauma and insecurity and not as much out to get you, because nobody cares that much about you know you, not in not in a bad way, but like right. um People are so self centric that it's usually their own issues I that agree. they have to
1: deal mm-hmm. with, you know. And their but, only uh, outlet, maybe you. Maybe they're yeah. so comfortable with you that you are the only outlet. Um, mm-hmm. Ask my husband. <laughs> I mean, no. Pretty... When you're
0: really comfy with someone, you
1: can be a little mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guilty yes. of it too, for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent, you know, I, I talked to Jared about, I mean, my husband's Jared, but I talked to my daughter, um, about bullying because she, there are times where she's felt bullied and because Mm -hmm. she's felt bullied, you know, she comes to me and she's like, this person said this. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Well, you know, there's probably something going on with them and it's not about you. I think that was, that was really important to Mm -hmm. my daughter, Olivia, because, I feel like you can. T- it's easy to take things personally, you know. Oh, yeah. Even when my husband gets mad at me, when Jared, my husband, gets mad at me, I can I can take it personally. Or he's being distant. I take it personally. No. Oh, you don't you don't love me anymore. You know, this is this is yeah. my thing, right? But the truth is, there's just something going on internally with him. Maybe it's yes. work. Maybe it's something else. And I think it's like you said, what Oprah said. What happened? What it? What happened to you? Yeah. Why are you behaving this way? And I feel like for this person who um, it's not on my show right now, um, <laughs> You're right. it was. I, I think we should stop with the and I and with the. I don't believe in her trauma because she's such a liar. I think she's experienced mm. some sort of trauma, big T trauma, little T trauma that made her feel that she needed to scam people out of money. And, Mm. um, you know, in my neighborhood, I live in Washington, D.C., and there are a lot of carjackings, car thefts. Mm. Um, But it's something that was really interesting that happened. um, This was a while ago, but we have a Mm. listserv for Moms on the Hill. And a woman was saying that her car got broken into. But she didn't say, you know, did anyone have any cameras on this in this area? Uh, she specifically asked or said, they stole diapers. There was someone so in our neighborhood, in our community, who is so desperate for such a necessity that they I broke know. into my car and stole diapers. And she wasn't angry. She actually right. said, we should actually do a, a diaper drive because someone uh-huh. needs it. I was like, what a oh great, my gosh, <laughs> what a great human she is. Right. right. Can you imagine yeah. if we looked at everything like that? Like, right. We've been we've been harmed. Why? Can how can yeah. we help this? Well, that's yeah. like the chain of
0: pain and and if you recognize it, it's the only way to like start breaking the chain, you know.
1: Mm. That's Um, awareness, mental health awareness. awareness.
0: is always step one, right? Like that's where you have to start. And then that's the only place that like good action, I guess you would say would come from. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) I mean, I can say this all day long, but there will be moments in my life where I'm like, you know, it's like, I think I did a TikTok a while ago where I'm like, hello all, I hope you have a wonderful day, and then, like, pretend Mm -hmm. to honk my horn and just yell, like, what the (laughs) fuck is the matter with you? Um, Right. (laughs) It's really really the same thing. It's like, okay, everybody, make, you know, give everyone a a chance. Not everyone is (laughs) experienced. You know, everyone's... Well, you never know what everyone's experiencing. And then you turn around yeah. you're like, why did they do this? Why did they, you know, it's just depending yeah. on your day, right? Well, um,
0: relationships are, if you're not regulated and you're right? having a gut reaction because things are chaotic, like you have to give yourself grace too, I guess,
1: after exactly. those situations. Yeah, I think it's right. I, I I think it all comes to like this, this whole idea, the system of regulating your nervous system, right? We when we're dysregulated awareness is out the window. Oh yeah. Um, but it's also one of those things if you train your, yourself to be to be aware when you're not mm-hmm. dysregulated, then it'll it becomes easier when you are dysregulated um, to be able to respond and not react.
0: Exactly. And,
1: And so, yeah, Uh, I also wanted to talk about cancel culture because I think there were also a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I agree with them, people who responded like, what did this person do? I don't believe in cancel culture. If people canceled me, I wouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. what I'm doing now. Yeah. I agree with that because, and like I said earlier, I mentioned, I don't know if you heard, but I mentioned, you know, this person Mm -hmm. You know, this is just she just it just didn't work with the podcast itself. It's a trauma survivor thrivers podcast, and she's not in a place where she's thriving. And but I think she's in a place where she could start her healing. And I I do hope Mm -hmm. that for her. I wish that for her. Um, Yeah. But I also agree. Like, you know, cancel culture is just so volatile. Why we don't Mm need to. We we can we can stop giving them attention because when you keep feeding yeah. into feeding into this, right? Then mm-hmm. they'll just start re- reacting. But if you give them the space to maybe be able to see what they're doing, because you can't shame people into doing things. Let's let's True. be right here. You can't yeah. shame people into doing the right thing. They need to figure it out for themselves. And I think in a, a place to be able to do that is a place of quiet. Um, mm-hmm. And I think cancel culture, it's not that we're canceling you, like you're done, but I think (laughs) it's like, I think it's more like, okay, this is your opportunity to make some changes and understand your actions and maybe make some changes and maybe do better and help others do better. Um, And then we all make mistakes. I guess there's a scale of like, you know.
0: If someone is a dangerous human, you know that's one thing. But right. making mistakes and um, I don't know. I just um, it makes me think about people in jail and just the amount of incarceration in our in our country, and it just seems insane. <laughs> no, <it laughs> how does. many how many people, and mostly people of color, and in jails for smaller crimes, and and you know the perpetuating cycle um, with poverty, and it's just it's not a it's it's not usually a place of rehabilitation. Yeah. It's a place of a lot of with a lot of toxicity. I'm sure there. I mean, I taught art at, at our county jail here in Pittsburgh briefly. I wasn't there a long long time, but I believe in in you know, rehabilitation, and I think setting people up for reintegration. And it's just crazy. We don't have more mental health support
1: for, for these people. Yeah, I I think that's, that's, that's the issue here. Our mental health care system in America is so dysfunctional. There's, there's not enough going on. There's just not, not enough people. I mean, who can afford it? Really? I mean, it, yeah. it's very expensive to get mental health treatment in America, and to get yeah. good mental health specialized health um, healthcare. <laughs> that's that's that. It, it's it's so rare. Yet we there's all these other issues that we're dealing with. But if we can if we can like get to the root of it, which is like our mental health care system, we
0: mm-hmm. can probably
1: fix a lot more things. Right, like
0: the the domino effect of that would mm-hmm. be so worth
1: it, so worth investing in. Yes, agree. But but that's the question is someone's, you know, I am sure there's hundreds and hundreds of people all over America trying to work on how are we going to get there. Um, it's just it is mm-hmm. a it's a it's a very daunting task, and and yeah. um, you know that's why I'm kind of hoping like for all of us it's just we're working on ourselves. I, I'd like, if, mm-hmm. if each individual can work on themselves, I think that, that, mm-hmm. that right there is growth. And, um, again, it's done. easily said, <laughs> not easily done. Um, right. and, but I, I mean, I feel like talking about it, bringing awareness to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I think that's everything. I think that that that's why we're having this conversation. I could have easily yeah. canceled the show, <laughs> um, but <laughs> it really culture. cancel culture. Yes, I but <laughs> I really could not sleep just thinking about all of the stuff that was happening, um, mm-hmm. and and so I did want to briefly kind of touch on this and and you know have yeah. this conversation because you know. I, myself, was just dealing with trauma. I did awful things that I am absolutely mm-hmm. not proud of. I am very lucky that social media didn't exist when I was a child. <laughs> um, and, I know. Um, How lucky were we? I, I mean, we were so lucky. It, it, it scares me to think, like, if social media existed 20 oh, my God. years ago, I, I'd be
0: screwed. I'd be screwed. My my late teens and twenties, like, I would Mm -mm. rather not have any evidence of that. Right,
1: exactly. And I
0: hardly do, which is wonderful because that was like traumatic in itself, just that time of life. Right. You know, just you don't know. There's so much doubt. And if you've been through trauma, like, oh, it's just the hardest time. You're not going to, yeah.
1: Yeah. No. So, <laughs> so much painful growth, you know. Painful growth. And and I think that's what's really hard about our youth now because you know, and I, that's why that's another reason why I think we can, we shouldn't cancel these kids. Their their brains are still developing. We don't know what they've gone through. I think it mm-hmm. just everything deserves like a deeper look and yeah. curiosity of other people and curiosity within yourself.
0: Totally. Yeah, totally. I think we were, when we were were chatting before this, like, this is so random, but (laughs) my kids had, um, it's actually dated from like the early 2000s. It's the show on Nick Jr., that was on Nick Jr., that Bill Cosby, it's called Little Bill.
1: Mm -hmm. And it was on,
0: like, a DVD they were watching. And I just, like, randomly start thinking about, like, I wonder how he feels about everything. Is he remorseful? Like, what? I wonder if he's doing anything to better himself now. Like, all of these questions, I'm like, that could be asked for so many people. Mm
1: -hmm. But,
0: like, I don't know. I'm just – it's just a thought. Like, I'm guessing we as a society would be more welcoming to – People who were working on, you know, right the mistakes that they've made and trying to kind of reform themselves and you know have more awareness and understand the hurt and kind of like you know
1: I agree try to
0: help with help the people that they've hurt I guess
1: yeah I mean Bill Bill Cosby I don't know I. You, yeah. As a sexual abuse survivor, I have my own my own opinions, but I will keep that. bay. Yeah. But there's no, like, like there's there's like Prince Harry. Remember when he dressed up as a Nazi for Halloween? Oh my God, you remember that? He talked about it in his docu- in the documentary. I think it was a documentary, okay. and he specifically said like he didn't know any better, right? There are people who don't know any better and wow. they make these bad choices. But what he mm-hmm. did was he actually spoke to a rabbi. This wasn't in the press back then, which I think is is great that you know that mm-hmm. was that didn't need to be publicized because it's like, okay, well, what, what what's true? what's not true? Um, <laughs> right. But you know, he talked about going to see a rabbi and and really understanding why it was hurtful, right? Like, yeah every mistake is a learning experience sometimes when it's publicly done and said, um, mm-hmm. it's, there's it's, like a layer of doubt. You don't know if there's a layer of doubt, <laughs> but that's a yeah. thing. Like, what is it? Why can't we just let, why, why can't we just give people the opportunity of, you know, the, the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. Right. Um, yeah. But, and that's when I think about these people who are upset, who are upset about this person being guest on the show. Is that yeah. their, you know, their their fears are valid, mm-hmm. right? I feel like for their anger is just as valid because if you think about us, like just humans in general, as like animals in the in the wild or just just <laughs> humans, we we crave safety, and. Right if this if all these people are saying do not give this person a platform yeah because then this person has an opportunity to affect more people right and if they affect more people then you know that that could also be a problem so that they have this fear like i can be exposed i can be scammed by the same person i can be hurt by the same person (laughs) and if you give this person a platform she will have the opportunity to hurt other people. And that is valid, right? Because yeah. you would do yeah. anything to feel safe. And when you don't feel safe with a person in your community and you just don't want, you want to protect other people, I think I, yeah. I agree with that too. But again, yeah, I agree with sure. everybody's comments. Um, I just don't agree with the fact, that I, I don't feel comfortable saying she didn't experience any trauma.
0: Um, right.
1: You don't know. You can't, like, claim that because right. nobody really
0: knows but her and, Sorry. you know, if she has an abuser or whatever it is. All um right. That's not for us to say. I think, and this reminds me of just parenting. I would <laughs> say, like, all the time I'm thinking and saying to my kids, like, you know, the behavior is the thing that's wrong, not you, you know? Yes. So can we cancel the behavior and not the person people change and evolve, hopefully for the better. So I just, I don't think of people. I try not to think of people as good, bad in those categories. We are capable of actions that are good or bad, depending on your morals. But like, To flat out label somebody, I think it's really problematic. um, I agree. Because then there is no room. And then I think when there's no room for evolution of somebody's, you know, uh, then that person just keeps on staying or fitting whatever image there is of them. Like, oh, if that's what you think of me, then that's what I'll be. Right. Right. In exactly. a sense it's general, but like I mean, why bother if everybody's going to see the worst in you? Um yeah, yeah.
1: I, don't I know I but also like they have times. to yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt I you know, as a kid, I felt bad at times. Mm. You're not good enough. Oh, that can really stick I for or stick around forever. Like oh My when, God <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not something any kid should hear.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I don't like what to you think mean. that doesn't happen now, nowadays. I know, right?
0: It's don't hard to know. imagine. I think for us trying to be the best parents we could be, and you know, just yeah, trying yeah. to shake up those things, those yeah, patterns that you were taught, yeah. <laughs>
1: Right. The patterns exactly. that you've learned, yes, it yeah. is really hard to break these generational cycles, and and mm-hmm. uh, you know we're doing it, we're trying, and I think that's what we—that's <laughs> yeah. all we can do. That's all right. we can do. We'll just mess them up in
0: our own unique, different way, and then exactly. it'll be a new correction. The next
1: generation, <laughs> right? Around. They'll be like, "I need to, <laughs> I need to fix this," and then they'll overcorrect yeah. and it'll go back. No, I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs>
0: anyway. Oh my god, I know. It's just like you don't know.
1: We do the best we can. We do. We do. We try. Mm-hmm. We try. But well, um, uh, is there anything you want to talk else you want to talk about? I think I'm I'm probably gonna wrap it up here because I feel I do. like we I can literally something. talk forever. Yes, let's we, go. We can, we can.
0: I just wanna say that I'm so grateful for you and in awe of you mm-hmm. and just like yes, like seeing your um, seeing you heal because I've known you for a long time hmm. and just the changes. I'm just in awe of you oh, doing like the, it's like the floodgates opened and you are just this podcast and the magazine. You are inspiring so many people. And I think the overall message of the podcast has been, hope and because the guests that you've had and i know like trauma is trauma but like the things that people have overcome is just amazing and to hear their stories and and to see you because i know you personally healing from those awful things like it's just so inspiring and I just want to thank you on behalf of your audience I know that this is such a valuable thing and and you're having these hard conversations and I think it's just a beautiful beautiful thing that you're giving back um, Mm -hmm. from your healing you're perpetuating more healing and inspiring more healing. And, and it's just, it's beautiful. And thank you for taking me along for the ride. I feel really honored to just be chatting with you today. No, stop and me. stop to it. And to know you. <laughs> and I love you. And I think you're amazing. And I just have to give you that gratitude because I think, like, oh, my God, what episode number is this? Like, how long have you been? You know, it's just, it's incredible. And I hope you... Inhale and reflect on all this amazing you know, all these amazing things you've done and how far you've come and it's just I'm just in awe. I am.
1: Are you really and, gonna make me cry on the show? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know, I love you're you. So sweet. I, feel like, I really appreciate this, that. Like- I'm emotional today anyway, so <laughs> sorry but no, that was so yeah, that was really sweet. You know, Kelly has Kelly has seen me at my worst or she's heard I've, I've I've called her when I've been suicidal. Um and so having your friendship and the relationship we have is is been so meaningful to me. So I oh. I I don't have all the words to say right it's now. It's okay. <laughs> but you mean so much to me and I wish I
0: could hug just give you a hug right now.
1: Oh in, I here's my you. virtual hug
0: virtual hug
1: <laughs> yes well thank you for joining me today because i did not have a guest so thank you yeah, I'm re- i I'm happy really to appreciate do it. it yeah this was fun oh, maybe well, another maybe you'll invite me back i don't know <laughs> oh my god i will when, when my next guest cancels i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stress and try you know we'll That's just have you. a conversation yes, yes okay. so yes i i appreciate that and we'll find a I'm, there's so many topics that we've talked about so definitely something so well thank you again yes. and yes. May's issue of authentic insider is out check out the beautiful pages that kelly has curated mm-hmm. uh, you can check it out at Traumasurvivorthriver.com. thriver.com that's Traumasurvivorthriver.com. thriver.com if you haven't already please subscribe to my email list to join to join or get authentic insider magazine in your inbox monthly So join me next week. Um, I'm actually going to have a guest. Um, I'm going to speak to Reverend Rex Shades Eagle. He's a podcast host, public speaker, drug prevention specialist, and author of No Love, a memoir. And he actually overcame 27 years of addiction by healing his childhood trauma. So this is a really great interview about redemption. So I hope you guys listen. You've been listening to a Trauma Survivor Thrivers podcast on Fireside. I'm Lori Lee Binstock. Thanks again for being a part of the conversation. Take care.